0: This is the No Sold weekly wrap-up, September 26th to October 2nd, 2022. Here again, here with the man, my man Frank, conspicuous by his absence, our our tag team partner Duke. He's out on assignment right now.
1: Yeah.
0: He's uh, doing some broadcast journalism work (laughs) for us. But uh, he'll be back for for our next episode. We're going to wrap up the week with you, though, talk about some current stuff, Frank and I. We're going to get into, obviously, AEW. We're going to talk about some WWE, Raw, and SmackDown. First, though, Frank, how you feeling?
1: Feeling good, feeling great. You good know, ahead. it wasn't uh, the greatest week in pro wrestling, but there's some stuff to talk about, some fun stuff. Hurricane affecting, you know, different shows and all that, but... You know, we'll we'll see what we got.
0: Yeah, the hurricane has definitely affected everything, pro wrestling included. So AEW was a little thin on the roster. Um, we'll get into the show itself, but I want to talk about WWE with you first, Frank. If we can get into some of the the headlines, and we'll work our way backwards. All right. So some of the headlines right off the top: Your boy Daniel Cormier oh, going to yeah. be he's going to be special guest referee a yeah. very big fight pit match coming <laughs> up between Seth Rollins and it's, it's Matt Riddle, right? Matt, Matt Riddle. Yeah. Matt Riddle. Yeah. yep. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? I mean, I know you come from the MMA world, so what are your thoughts on this appearance for him? Do you see like a crossover via Ken Shamrock? I do or... actually, because mm. he's such
1: a big WWE mark, big wrestling mark actually, but, and he's so good and he comes from wrestling, you know, his MMA background is pro wrestling. I mean, uh, amateur wrestling, so I do. I think he'll probably be a natural, honestly. Like if he wanted to do this thing, like a la Brock, you know those types of guys. And um, like I think they probably would do that. I think they will probably build to Cormier, Brock, because that's like a dream MMA fight that never happened. And you know, both guys are retired now. You know, and what are your thoughts
0: on guys? what are your thoughts on like? So Brock fought Cain Vasquez, right? And WWE he, on, came, and WWE, yeah,
1: came, um, yeah, on yeah. their show.
0: So so yeah, that and, and
1: in real life, right?
0: In real life, I knew that, but like their WWE match, how did how did that work for you? And do you like the idea of having yeah. a two MMA fighters fight a worked match?
1: Um, not not necessarily. Like when I was young, I used to think it was cool. You know, when it was like the Lion's Den or whatever, I thought that was cool. But now, you know. I'm so deep into like the real mixed martial arts world and all this. So like to see those guys then come in and then try to fake it. I don't mind them coming over to be pro wrestlers, you know, but like I was saying, if it was Cormier and Brock, we're going to watch them have a pretend fight, knowing that they're both super legit fighters, especially DC. DC is one of the greatest of all time. Um, So, you know, I don't love that type of thing normally, but I do think, unlike Kane, I think DC is, uh, he cares about it way more. You know, he's a pro wrestling head. He loves it. He goes to the shows. He's always commenting on, you know, the current events of pro wrestling. So I think with him, there's better promise than Kane. And also was, um, he was like, I don't, it's, it sounds weird to say, cause he was like a shorter kind of like s- stubby guy, you know, but he seemed more athletic. Like Kane was just like a, Brutalizer in there where DC is like a wrestling, like grappling, like Olympic level grappler. So I think it would be, I think he's going to take to it better than Kane did. And I think the matches will probably be better than Kane's matches just because. But, you know, I'm, I wouldn't be thrilled, but I like DC a lot. I think he's good. I think he understands it more than maybe the average Joe coming in from mixed martial arts. So I think it'll ultimately be cool. And I think it's cool to see him ref that match or whatever it is they're going to have him do because i'm intrigued it adds credibility to it right because in real reality is matt Riddle should kill this guy if it's like a mma fight right and i know that's not how it is but adding dc into it makes it feel like a bigger deal bigger fight you know so i'm into it but
0: have you seen the structure The, the the fight pit did you see that floating I around
1: i, I haven't now i
0: saw a um like a blueprint of it floating around just before we started recording and it looks like uh the lion's den combat like in combination with um like a hell in a cell there's like a platform and people can yeah. go look for it you'll see it soon obviously with extremists yeah. coming up but it's gonna be like its own new thing um yeah. What do you think about Cormier? Like, I've seen enough Cormier in MMA, obviously not as much a fan as you. My brother's a big fan of Cormier. But, like, every time I see him post-fights or even any interviews, like, he kind of – he doesn't have the most intimidating presence. It's very weird. Like, I don't feel like he carries – like, remember how Shamrock was – natural like yeah yeah he was but with cormier so i wonder if that'll translate into wrestling like he might be more like a Kurt angle right like maybe a little more of like a fun loving side or A,
1: a little bit and he is that guy dc seems like a nice guy you know and everything but as a fighter i wasn't the biggest fan of dc because he always had that asshole edge to him like he was super competitive you know so like he would rub me wrong against guys that maybe i was cheering against you know or cheering for more so than him so like i do think um he can turn it on if he has to and he's always quick to try to fight somebody if it like needs like i remember there was a ufc event in logan paul not logan jake paul was there talking shit and DC left the booth and went over and got in his face and had to sun him to like saying like this shit is real life you know like you know That's so crazy. I think DC has it in him and like also you know a few weeks back when Riddle and um uh, Rollins had that like promo that like face off like via satellite promo that everybody lost their mind that was reality based off of John Jones and DC right you know like in a off the air ESPN you know incident that they had and and one of the biggest you know pre-fight brawls in mma history was john jones and daniel cormier you know so like dc has it in him. you know he seems like he's a nice guy and all that but how old a guy is he
0: off the top of your head roughly he's in
1: his 40s yeah he's in his so it's a late
0: start if he is going to do wwe for sure yeah for Um... sure it
1: is but So it could be like like a special attraction type thing. He's so good. Like DC was like a special fighter. He wasn't just like a pretty good MMA guy. Like even a Cain Velasquez, who was like the heavyweight champion and and Brock, for example, who was the heavyweight champion. I don't think anybody would consider them maybe Cain more so than Brock, like closer to the greatest of all time. But like DC has like a really valid argument. He only lost really to John Jones, who's the greatest of all time, probably. And then, stipe miocic who's probably the greatest heavyweight of all time you know Mm. and he also and he also knocked out stipe miocic as well so it's not like they fought three times and he just lost two to one so you know yeah there's you know there's just that credibility about him and i think he's just i think his personality
0: too right like uh it could translate depending on how far he wants to take it right exactly
1: yeah he understands it you know he'll understand when to cut a promo when not when to be nice when to be me he i think he just would get it so we'll see i guess you know yeah i think uh,
0: you and i are both probably in the in the same boat as far as like our hype level for extreme rules it's probably not not that high but um it does add intrigue to that Mm -hmm. match i guess and to that feud even because that feud does hardly anything for me yeah Uh, yeah. otherwise you know like as much as they try Mm -hmm. so um so yeah cormier i wanted to touch on him and also um it's a you know it's a rumor right now but i figured i'd touch on it randy orton they're saying like his back might not be fixable um i did read some headlines saying like wwe's kind of getting nervous Mm -hmm. it'd be it'd be a huge loss for you know i mean they'll keep going no matter what but it'd be a shame if that's like it for randy orton i know you know know. he's, he's on a good run the last Two years, even, mm-hmm. you know, back. You to- know,
1: it does suck, you know, and like I, I didn't look too far into it, but I did see some headlines like floating around out there that like it may be worse than they anticipated or whatever. It's like I don't know the details, but, you know, like it sucks. But they're gonna have to start developing real guys, you know, like real people to take these guys' places, not rely on the Randy Ortons or these guys coming back, like Edge, even, you know, Edge, like, AJ Styles, Ray Mysterio, AJ Styles, yeah, all these guys are old, you know, or older. So mm-hmm. like, and also guys like Big E, they lost, you know, which mm-hmm. seems like it's going to be a while, if not forever, you know. Yeah. So like, yeah, um, you know, you really gotta start thinking about the future like long term and not think that goldberg is going to come in and fucking pop a rating rumored but, though right yeah rumored, yeah rumored kind, kind of always yeah i know it's so stupid dude. him and brock rumored again yeah um, brock as well brock's another one like i understand brock but it's like he's not getting any younger bro
0: is there anything like, you want to see left of brock lesnar no, brock nothing. versus anyone brock doing anything there's no me neither no, I don't and need I, to see anything I, else. And I'm I like a Brock
1: hater. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a Brock hater. I like Brock. Um, I like Brock as a pro wrestler, like infinitely more than I ever liked him as an MMA fighter, you know? So like mm-hmm. I'm a Brock fan in wrestling and not in MMA, but I'm over it. It's like, I get it. They made him too. I, you know, I get it. You got to make guys a monster, but like when he was just coming in, just, you know, he was never losing to anybody except like Roman. Roman turned into the only real foe, I guess. And it's like, and there's so that, many chapters to that, yeah, but it still exactly. feels like it's it's
0: like been done. To, like mm-hmm. everything ran together for me with their feud, yeah. right? And yeah, it's yeah, always so. like they're gonna fight again, and I'm I'm supposed to get excited about it. No, yeah, yeah I,
1: exactly.
0: I, I mean, uh, Brock showing up in AEW would be a new wrinkle. That's about could, it. Dude, that would
1: right? be crazy. I just I could not imagine him in like that locker room, you know, <laughs> like because he's like, first of all he's a legitimate like superstar like mega star, brock and then he's a fucking monster and he's also an asshole <laughs> and he also like gets everything his way or the highway you know and it's mm-hmm. just like, then going into that like precious as locker room in aew i don't know if no. that would even, i don't think that would even ever they would ever even approach that but it's funny yeah
0: but he is rumored to be coming back as well i think for like a couple dates next year um A couple other little things. We do have to get into WWE's actual shows. So, like, with (laughs) Raw, you know, with Raw, there was um, more of the same familiar faces. You had Rollins and Rey Mysterio go at it. KO and Johnny Gargano are teaming up now, fighting the Alpha Academy, so on and so forth. Candice LeRae made her debut, her return, I guess you could say, to WWE programming. Great. You know, I couldn't tell you I care. Yeah, no. Exactly. That might that might be on me, but I just, you know, it's very mm-hmm. vanilla, very vanilla. And then, um, Sami Zayn fought AJ Styles in a pretty, pretty long match. Yeah, um, I paid. Yeah, I paid attention to it uh, because I know people were pretty hyped for it. Here's the thing with Sami Zayn, like people, you know, we talked about it. Like people were comparing him to, like Mick Foley when he was messing with The Rock. Like they're putting him on a level of. Yeah. Like he's everybody's
1: favorite wrestler right now. And he's like, I saw a comparison that he's like the Owen Hart in the nation. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. That's that too. <laughs> you that know too. What
1: I mean, it's like, you know,
0: people are like having crazy fun with it. And like we said it last week, like either we want to be in on it or, you know, maybe we're a little envious that we're not as like interested in it. Yeah. I mean, like, you know me, like I'm all about, you know, wrestling being ridiculous sometimes and having fun, but this shit just feels. I don't know if it's drawn out's the right word. It just, it's almost like, um, it's a comedy thing, right? At the end of the day, it's like a comedy thing in a main event picture, right?
1: Yeah. I think, I think ultimately it's going to get him over huge. I do, you know, just with like that audience, you know, cause like they loved that segment of him getting the chair, I mean, the shirt or whatever it was mm-hmm. from Roman. They love, mm-hmm. they love all that stuff, which it's fine. You know, it's not what I'm tuning in for, but I do think when they do turn on him or however they're going to go about it, it's going to make him a legit top guy, like in the company for at least a moment. And I think it's probably going to result in like a title shot maybe for him, you know, like all that kind of stuff, which me and you wouldn't necessarily be thrilled for, but I think their master plan is going to work with him because he is over.
0: Well, kudos you know. to them if that works, because yeah. I'm actually like I'm not a hater. Like I like Sami Zayn. Um, mm. I, I like them better with like the shorter hair, like in yeah, NXT yeah, yeah. When, and like
1: yeah, yeah. kind of like wrestled. a wrestling
0: machine. <laughs> yeah, I did, yeah. I did, and I, I know he's got range, like he can do yeah. stupid shit. And I don't yeah. I, I do appreciate that stuff, but with this, he just looks kind of sloppy. He's like he wearing a t-shirt to wrestle this match against AJ in. It's like yeah. and I know the t-shirts like his gimmick right now, I guess, with the uh the bloodline, but yeah, I know the Sami Zayn. It's like it's the same thing. We've seen it. You and I have seen it for twenty years or so. It's like mm-hmm. the groundswell of the guy, whether it's Brian Dan- Daniel Bryan at the time. Mm-hmm. You can go back and t- there was even the ground groundswell for guys like Triple H before he kind of mm-hmm. won the title. Um, the their fans get behind their guy and Kofi. Kofi, good example. Um, I'm sure we can think of so many where the
1: thing with Sami Zayn is like, what is the end? Game, right? Because Kofi won the belt. Daniel Bryan won the belt. Triple H became Triple H. With Sami Zayn, it's like he's not fucking beating Roman. You know what I mean? Like he's not he's not gonna be a top guy. And I worry that like the big payoff is just Kevin Owens related. And then it just puts him back into that Owens, you know, Steen and generico. Kevin Owens. Can't get away from each other. Yeah, and it's like hey i mean people love that stuff you know and um and they've had since ring of honor days but it's like at some point you know just you got to do something else <laughs> they've been
0: teammates know. they've been bloodthirsty uh, enemies they've mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's been a lot of chapters to their story it's probably the only times i've ever cared a little bit about owen's stuff is when he's involved with Sami Zayn or el generico but uh, yeah. but i don't think i really need to see it again
1: so i don't even care i like i didn't even care back then you know we mentioned on one of the episodes me and duke like Popping hard for the American Wolves beating those guys. And we right. were the only people we were the only people in the building cheering for against Owens and Zane mm-hmm. or whatever they were called back then, generico, Steen and Generico. So Steen and Generico, yeah. I've never been huge on them. I like Sami Zayn way more than Kevin Steen or Kevin Owens, but um still.
0: So getting into SmackDown, you know, Solo Sokoa is he's being featured. Um, mm-hmm. much like the guy we just mentioned, Sami Zayn. He's, you know, the bloodline's sort of front and center right now. Always. Always right now. We had – um, they actually defeated Ricochet and your boy, Mad Cat Moss. <laughs> Keeping that name, even under the Triple H regime. I
1: know, dude. So dumb. What How hard is not I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't that think name. that guy sucks either. And I don't think he Me sucks. Either. I think he's, like, probably pretty good. He seems like a WWE guy. Something, but, like – I don't know. He needs to change his hair. He needs to have gear, you know, because the shit he wears is so. Is he still dry. wearing the the suspenders? No, no. But it's just like black trunks. They're like long black trunks, like like a uh, bicycle shorts. Almost. Okay. Yeah, I remember it. now. But, yeah, but it's just like plain, you know. it Doesn't very forgettable then his name is madcap moss it's like what the <laughs> fuck is that even because wasn't it was riddick moss right riddick and moss like, and that's a cool ass name way cooler way cooler you know but uh, riddick, i don't know how cooler. hard
0: it would be to just change it back like wwe <laughs> yeah, just do like, it dude. just
1: do it you don't need to have yeah. a, like a story with this one just no. change it back right yeah just change it back so, people accept it all the time like people like to people on the internet complain but really those people at the shows you come in and your name is raquel rodriguez or oh, whatever God, yeah. the fuck your name is now you know and like no one remembers you know they no, just keep they keep it moving they keep alter walter and gunther you know what i mean like austin theory got his first name back right and then, like it was gone and then it was back and it was yeah. like yeah it's fine just change this guy he's riddick now he's not going yeah Madden, let's get
0: him you know? yeah let's get him <laughs> back to riddick moss i will definitely be more into him i do like him though i'm with you on that mm-hmm. um rousey on ronda rousey's on, on um i guess they're trying to build To her, maybe going back after Liv Morgan. The women's Mm -hmm. title scene on SmackDown, Duke mentioned it. Like, Liv effing Morgan is your champion. Like, I'm all about throwing shit up against the wall sometimes, seeing if it sticks, Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. want to do that. I don't know, man. Like, they have a lot of good talent
1: on that roster.
0: And if you Mm -hmm. want her to be the face of your division, it's just, it pulls me away from any interest. I
1: think that's one of those situations we were kind of talking about with the Raw stuff was like, a groundswell of support you know and it led to people people wanting her to have her moment you know because she kept having matches even when people were liking her and she was losing all the matches and people were like she's so much better than you're giving her credit for which is debatable but i like her she's one of the girls who like i would want to watch but as champion it's been pretty brutal you know and like her promos aren't really there i know and, like, and her big dance partner so far has been Rhonda, who's the worst actor maybe ever you know so it's sort of like and you're making her look weak as a champion so it's sort of yeah. like you're just it does no favors it, for Rhonda either right like no, losing no. to Liv morgan yeah like. no yeah you're in this long feud with Liv morgan like i don't know man i don't know it's just it just hasn't worked unfortunately and like i said i like the girl but
0: and Triple H likes, you know, I'm sure all of these female talents because he's, you know, been a very instrumental in making them um, superstars or do you yeah, like yeah. when he was in NXT. So I feel mm-hmm. like he always had love for Shayna Baszler, um, yeah. all the girls. So it'd be cool to see him maybe give her some more shine, go back to that. I'd love to see Shayna Baszler and Ronda actually on WWE TV get more whether it's a fight or not maybe as a team i don't know just mm-hmm. maybe mix them up the
1: thing with shayna i've just never been big on her wrestling career you me, know? Neither. Like, me and neither i know people have like loved her nxt run but even even that actually i don't know what it is she just didn't do and i respect shayna baszler a lot you know what i mean like i worked on the ultimate fighter when she was on it you know like i've you know from an mma standpoint she's like a genuine like og of that women's mma shit that people like kind of forget about you know so like I do respect Shayna Baszler and like when she signed it was like okay um you know how like with the ladies it's like Vince liked the type you know and it was like so to me I was always like Shayna's not gonna get the chance that maybe she deserves arguably deserves you know because under Vince and he really kind of squashed her when she did get you know she had that yeah. one pay-per-view where she looked strong mm-hmm. leading into i guess a match with who was the champion at the time was it becky when she was like biting people's fucking faces off or whatever yeah kind of I think it was
0: becky yeah
1: yeah so like they made her look okay but you know once vince gets tired of somebody she kind of got squandered she was tagged up with she's Nia. another
0: one though that you know her promo work man she might be up yeah. there with ronda it's brutal I know. brutal
1: brutal, brutal. You know? And like, I don't think the pace of her matches are great either. Cause like mm-hmm. I, there's one thing to be going like a million miles an hour and that's a problem. But then, and then, then there's slow and it's hers. I'm like, it's like this weird, it's just like nothing grabs me, but that's just me. People yeah. do like her. I don't, I wouldn't be against seeing more of her, but. I was I'm just trying to think who's, yeah. who's,
0: who they have, you know, besides Liv Morgan, obviously all those damage control girls and all those, you know, there's, there's a pretty deep roster they have for female talent. And, the Liv Morgan thing, I, I think you know sooner or later it's going to be over, and yeah, yeah it yeah. just hasn't done much for me. But yeah, as far as WWE right now, man, uh, it's just they're building towards a pay per view. Like I'll call it like it is for me. I couldn't care less. It's right in our backyard. Yeah. It's in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, it may be just me not opening my mind enough to like having,
1: having yeah. fun, you know. Mm-hmm. But, and I am curious to see like because the extreme rules. I guess some of the matches actually sound more extreme this year. You yeah, know, It's usually extreme rules and it's like the most generic matches. So like, I, I'm curious to see, cause like maybe it's one of those that you tune in and it's better than you anticipate, you know? like It
0: probably would be like, if yeah. we just tuned in, which we will probably tune in and yeah. we'll, we'll If you don't expect
1: it. anything, it just feels like such low stakes mm-hmm. for, that's the problem with them having a pay-per-view every three weeks or whatever it is. You know, it's just, we, as old head wrestling fans, we know, well, they're probably not switching the titles up. You know what I mean? They're probably not going to do, you know, there's just so many things that they're probably not going to do. Yeah. So like it, it ends up being like kind of lame, but mm-hmm. with you know what else H, it like, does. Hey, Triple H has only had a couple pay-per-views. So maybe this is one where he'll actually, you know, do something that makes us think it's cool. I don't know. I doubt it though. <laughs> don't yeah, it.
0: I, I, doubt, I doubt it too. Our hopes are very low, but one thing I will say real quick wrapping up the WTB stuff is like, so AEW still does pay-per-views. 55 yeah. 60 bucks right yeah, yeah yeah. obviously we like saving money you know the, mm-hmm. the peacock thing like everybody loves to save a dollar but i would rather almost not that i'm a baller but i'd rather pay 50 or 60 dollars and and feel like it's you know a must-see yeah. and like yeah. a big deal than watch yeah. a f- semi-free
1: show that doesn't even feel like a it's true right because like i watch the the only reason i watch is because i get it you know what I mean? Like I get it on Peacock. Right, right. Literally the only reason I watch, because if this was a, pa- a genuine pay-per-view, I would not be buying it. I probably would only buy Mania, SummerSlam and the Rumble, if I'm being honest. If I had right. to put, pull the money out of my pocket, where like AEW, I listen, I don't want to pay 50, 60 bucks for anything, but I do it happily because I'm like, I'm going to get a you know pretty long show. Yes, there's, you are. There's, there's going to be <laughs> several matches that I actually enjoy. Cause like every card, even if it's not the best pay-per-view, it's like, there's a few matches I liked Yeah. where WWE it's like, I'm lucky to get one, you know? And then I got to read on the internet how it's like the best fucking show, right. been, uh, you know, that they, people have seen. And it's like, it drives me crazy. Do you think but,
0: WWE lowered their uh delivery, their execution, like their, um, probably, you know, the shows they put on when they went to a more free, you know, uh format? I think
1: they did that across the board though. Yeah. With same. Yeah. You know, because like, I think, the shows don't mean as much, so it is what it is. The mm-hmm. weekly shows, like the last few years of Monday Night Raw were probably the worst wrestling shows ever, I agree. Right? I totally it's all, agree. It's, it's all to like lead to SummerSlam, right? And then that'll be good or good-ish, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Lead to Mania, that'll be good-ish. And it's like, even on TV, it's like the titles don't mean anything except for the main ones, you know? Everything just revolves around what Roman's doing or what Brock was doing or whoever the the world champions were, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like, I think they just dumped everything down and they only focus on this small percentage of the show and or shows, you know? So it's just like the whole product. So when
0: something's mediocre, we're like,
1: oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what happens because people are, you know, I may have even argued with you. You didn't say it was that good. You liked it more than us, but like this past WrestleMania, people were acting like it's amazing. It was like an amazing mania.
0: You know what I mean? And yeah, like, no, I don't rank it in the top yeah. 30 probably, yeah. but it's you know, yeah, out of 38 or 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it was probably not the bottom five or 10.
1: Yeah, exactly. No. And I, I think I agree. It wasn't like, cause there was some brutal ones the last few years, but that's right. just the point, right? Like they were like the worst WrestleMania's ever for several years in a row. And then it's like, Oh, this one's not the worst. So we <laughs> yeah. crown
0: the You know. We're happy it's not the worst yeah Yeah. but anyway speaking of um the worst let's shift into dynamite really quick only because (laughs) (laughs) i segue this is one of the worst dynamites i remember in recent memory and it's not to squash it because there are reasons behind it i think um talent was absent because of the hurricane we alluded to that at the top of the show Mm -hmm. so i do want to just make sure i'm not crushing the show. Yeah. Because it was a backup plan and maybe it was rewritten last minute. So I won't go too hard. Honestly, I'm not going to go too hard on it, but um, you can't hit every week, right? You can't, you can't every week. Everything's under a microscope. So, yeah.
1: I admittedly, that wasn't the greatest show. Like as an AW, you know, hardcore, Mm -hmm. that wasn't the greatest show. I was watching it like, damn, this is not hitting on all. So there's the crowd for a Philly crowd too. The crowd was not great. You know, like, you know, usually you could expect a good maybe by the main event, they got back into it, you know, but like the crowd was not great, but also I don't think what they were getting was that great either. So it is what it is. Usually the the crowd gives,
0: gives you uh, the proper reaction when even in Philly, um, I've been to a few AEW Philly shows, even AC Atlantic city, but this, uh, this past dynamite, I was unable to attend. Duke was also unable to attend. We were going to be there. It fell through, but um, we did watch it. And, you know, uh, there was obviously the card was set ahead of time. We weren't super excited. We were hoping to be pleasantly surprised, but Mox ended up he fought Juice Robinson. So let's yeah. get into that really quick because mm-hmm. I know, I think you were talking about it. I think even Tony Khan and tweeted about it. Like he's like, if you don't know who this guy is, we're gonna fill you in. Yeah,
1: yeah, video package. Yeah,
0: I don't feel like it was a, enough. I mean, if it, you know, I don't know if there would have been enough. I think like a couple weeks of building him might have helped. Yeah. For people who don't know him. Yeah. But let, but the match itself. Um. Man, I don't know. How do you feel about Juice Robinson and his place? Yeah, I'm
1: not crazy about Juice Robinson, you know? Like I'm just not yeah. crazy about Juice Robinson. I thought the match was It's one of those matches where like there's nothing really wrong with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there wasn't like it wasn't like they both sucked or you know, it there was nothing wrong with it. There was just nothing that I cared about afterwards, you know, once it right. ended, it was like cool. Did it do you know, any favors
0: for for either one of them? I guess Mox, it's another def- title defense, or yeah, you know, Mox, successful yeah, uh, a win. win. Yeah, not, a win. Not, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I, th- I think it does, right? Because for Mox, is just a win. But for Juice Robinson, I think it made him so like because it was like a long match, you know, it was like eleven minute match. So it's like you got time with like the top guy, arguably in W. I mean AEW. Yeah, I mean he is the top guy, right? He's Yeah, like, the champion. So you know got time with the top guy you didn't get embarrassed you know it was competitive whatever but he just doesn't do it for me people hype up some like promos he did in new japan or like how he was fun and like i saw him wrestle in new japan live even and it just didn't just didn't do anything for me
0: well you know how new japan can turn uh, like a Mm -hmm. very average guy or even below average guy into pretty damn cool you know but over there And then when you put them back in
1: the States, yeah, with more cool guys who are speaking Mm -hmm. English, no offense, you know what I mean? But like a lot of the top guys in New Japan are Japanese guys. So, right when you have one of these guys who shines, I think a good example is, um, Jay White, Mm -hmm. you know, Jay White shines over there. People, people, and you know, and I've seen promos of him and I do think he's good, yeah. But if he was in the ring with Punk, Moxley, Brian, and Omega, and then Jay White's also there. I'm probably looking at him last, you know. What I mean, as good mm-hmm. as he is, you know. Mm-hmm. But like in New Japan, he gets to talk his shit, he gets to do his thing. You know, he looks. I think Juice Robinson everybody.
0: though is a, is a, is you know even harder translate over here because for sure uh, he's, he's a guy that was like a guy, joke man. in WWE, you know, sort of. And then yeah. um, I don't like his gear. I don't. know. Yeah. I mean, so for he me, was, like
1: and he popped back into the states and was an impact mm-hmm. with like when the New Japan guys were crossing with the. Um, what do they call it? Um the, the, or like his tag team that he was in when they were like tag team oh. champions over there. Yeah. But like So, so like remember. he did that stuff too, you know, and it's just like, I didn't care then either. Cause that's when there was a lot of crossover between impact and AEW and new Japan. And mm-hmm. it just, that didn't do anything for me either. It's just, he's just one of those guys. Sometimes not everybody does it for you. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter if they were in new Japan and you think this shit's cool, you know? Yeah.
0: Like, I would have appreciated. I saw something Bischoff posted this week. Um, hyping up his, like, Dean Malenko episode or whatever, his podcast. And he was showing, like, this backstage interview with Dean Malenko talking about, you know, why he's the Iceman, you know, his relationship with his father, you know, what it is to be a pro wrestler. I really think they can benefit. And AEW does so much cool shit. I feel like them, of all the companies, would do this right now. Like, Mm -hmm. give me some backstory on some of these guys, you know. And they usually do that, like they do. Mm -hmm. But lately, I feel like it's been you know, a little bit few and far between. And I, I don't know. I would just like to maybe get to know some of these guys they throw our way because not everybody knows everything across the board. Is it on mm. the viewer? Yeah, like, I guess so. You better get up on your pro wrestling if you don't
1: Yeah, know. like to that point also it's sort of like with the, you like we didn't speak on it but like in WB they're doing all that white rabbit stuff right and it's mm-hmm. like the internet dude, all these fucking dudes on the internet are going to these extreme lengths on the internet to find out clues about who this guy is and what does the numbers mean and what yeah. what's that song cracking the code shit. and then it's like you ask them to look up fucking Juice Robinson and they act like it's unheard of and like they can't possibly be bothered no that's fair that's fair no so like i think it's both it's like it's on the viewer it's on the company you know the company is presenting you this person yeah if you're the company you you're gonna probably
0: want to at least show your audience Mm -hmm. who the uh talents are like the personalities
1: i just think that Mm -hmm. they would benefit from that but you know i will say though so we're like kind of Crushing Juice really quick, but it's but unfortunately for him, on the same show, another guy debuted exactly, yeah. and it was but his performance was so, you know, no pun intended, dynamite that it was just people forgot about all that shit they wanted to hate on if they didn't know about the guy, you know. So like, if Juice would have came, he in made and you remember, right? Yeah, exactly. Like so, if Juice Robinson comes in and does some shit that's so maybe there's less complaining, like Bandito, who we'll get yeah. to, you know. Yeah, but,
0: no, that's a good point. Um. Let me talk to you really quick about, you know, this ROH thing, because we talk, we talk about it every week, but I want to, I want to honestly ask you like without um, me going too hard on it, but like, do Mm -hmm. you feel like when he, when Tony Khan purchased ROH, let's just assume he had a plan. Like I know you and I originally talked about like, all right, he's gets the library. Maybe Mm -hmm. one day he'll have a show for it or use it as a developmental, all good ideas, Right now, I can't tell if it's, like, Ring of Honor, the name that's throwing me off, or if it's just, like, unfiltered ideas or booking. Like, we only see Ring of Honor when it's a title match on Dynamite or Rampage, right? Mm -hmm. So, I I don't know if you could tell me, or I could probably Google it, but, like, I don't know the ROH roster. I don't know, like, as a standalone company, for me, like, I feel like it might have AEW losing their identity right now, at least on a weekly basis, it's just too sprinkled in for me. So yeah, what I want to ask is like, does the ROH thing um, become a distraction for you if this is the same a year from now?
1: Yes, if it's the same a year from now. Yeah, and like, I, listen, I could admit that it's a bit of a distraction and it takes away a bit from AEW. But it doesn't kill me because we're not watching Jonathan Gresham versus so-and-so you know what I mean? Some other ring of honor like End Days guy mm-hmm. in the main event, right? At least we had Claudio. We have now Jericho. And I do think what Jericho's doing with it is very cool. You know, yeah. like to to keep it moving. And I do think with the Daniel Garcia thing, that all ties into it. So it like does. I think yeah. I think now they're kind of making it sort of like a a cohesive unit with AEW a bit more. But I've been saying we you know, even and I defend the stuff way more than like you do, but it needs its own thing, you know, like it needs to yeah. be its own thing. The belt, all the belts don't crush me like a lot of people, like, you know, like seeing all these belts. Like I. So, we do, so just so we know, it. so
0: it's the Ring of Honor world title, right? Yeah. We got the Ring, Ring of Honor pure title. We got the Ring of Honor TV title.
1: TV title. Yeah, so tag Joe, titles. And then the
0: tag titles. which and the, the women's tag- title actually as well and The women's title, which is rarely seen on AEW, yeah. Mercedes Martinez, yeah. Wow, yeah, very, very rarely seen. Even uh, ROH tag team titles are you know, obviously FTR, but they don't actively defend them too much, so it is a lot of titles. It is a yeah, but that's all we see is like title matches on there. Like I said, the roster is is sort of unidentifiable. I just feel like you know, it sounds like I'm complaining, but AEW was, I feel like, hitting on all cylinders, yeah. We made a point, I made a point, like, where's Wardlow right and then you were like well he's the TNT champ he's only on mm-hmm. Rampage I actually thought I think that I heard that too but now I'm hearing they booked them in a match for Dynamite this yeah, week I did say I did see that
1: this week yeah so that shit goes it's, after... it, it, it's been that way right because like yeah. all the title matches were on TNT but like now nah, I guess this is I think they think it's a cool one so but it should be fine but this right? is like oh, you should wait, be able but to... actually timeout I want to say I think this is battle of the belts so <laughs> all the belts should be Wednesday on. Dynamite. It's, it's, I think that's what they're announced that fight for the Wardlow and Brian Cage. I feel like it's for like a, a like a, a title show that they're doing.
0: Oh, I, I believe I believe it's for Dynamite coming up. But we'll double check. Yeah, it's that. a
1: Dynamite called Battle of. The oh, Battle. really? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I oh, think bad. I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing. So, like, that's why I guess you. But don't can you do you think
0: consider, that you do so. you think Wardlow should be? I mean, you know, I I get the name of his title is a is a network, but like. Mm-hmm he should be on your main show like he's he's him or the tnt champion i think should at least be featured um i just feel mm-hmm. like he's a big personality and i feel like they need a lot of these guys on on dynamite right now yeah. um instead of throwing in like you know guys we don't know whether it's Juice robinson or whatever but i just was one i wanted to make that point about ROH just not once and for all but i wanted to ask you like when will it become all right i need my like aew back like my regularly scheduled programming you know because don't you think
1: they were like flowing like no yeah i think it was really good i feel like the the ring of honor thing definitely shook it up a bit you know maybe not in the greatest way you know so i I agree with you like ultimately you know like i want it to be its own thing the only reason i'm happy is unlike you i was a more of like a diehard roh guy for many of those years you know yeah so like for me to see tony khan own it and keep it alive you know means something to me whereas like let's say vince bought it back when it was for sale and he just got one to the tape library and right it's just it's just another dead territory you know so like that's but why is I'm that like, is I, that
0: always like the worst thing if let's just say you know ring of honor right now it's not the ring of honor as you knew it it's like i yeah. get the lineage is is yeah, cool yeah, yeah. but at the end of the day like Everybody hates the WCW invasion, which we all know yeah. that was a botch and a half. But like this acquisition, um, it's totally different in every single way. But like mm-hmm. the acquisition of Ring of Honor, I don't know if we'll look back on it like, oh, that was killer the way he infused it into AEW and blah blah blah. Like,
1: now for sure, you know. But I do think this, and in defense of that, I, like aspect of it, I do think this Jericho storyline could make it something memorable you know i'll give you that i'll give you that. yeah you know so like maybe up until this point it just was like other you know ring of honor matches on their show but now like the end of this dynamite which we'll get to it finally felt like oh this says there's like a a long-term story with this that's cool and it's a guy with, like, all the credibility Jericho doing it. And Tyne it, you know? and
0: Daniel Garcia yeah. and stuff like
1: that. If yeah. they do that, like, uh, that
0: would, I guess, help the brand. Yeah. yeah. Again, Ring of Honor and brand. And the thing about
1: Ring of I mean, AEW, too, is from the beginning and sometimes people get caught up in, like, the early stages. And now, don't get me wrong, I know this Ring of Honor shit has been around for a little while now. But, like, I think Tony Khan maybe didn't have the greatest plan in place but it was forced it was going to get sold you know what i mean so it was like he was either going to get it or not so in that aspect i'm glad he got it now he's sort of figuring it out maybe tv deals with warner because like warner buying this and that you mm-hmm. know network whatever the fuck is going on and all the tv politics that they have going on mm-hmm. maybe put a put a hold on everything because it looked like hbo max is where they were leaning yeah it. yeah and then but then they got bought that HBO Max might not even exist this time next year, mm-hmm. you know? So like, it, I think everything kind of got shifted and now it's kind of, you know, it's kind of just like in limbo. Everything it is everything. a
0: little bit in limbo. And I, 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 fe- I feel like I heard some people like, well, even I might've said it early on, like, oh, just make Friday the ROA show, but it's not that simple. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's that's that a network yeah. that owns a show called Rampage. You're and not just I would like, it into Ring of Honor. I would Honor.
1: like Ring of Honor to become a developmental like NXT was, you know? I wouldn't mind that. And like, yeah. and I don't care, you know, to them, it probably doesn't make any fucking money to make one of the AEW darks or whatever mm-hmm. ring of honor probably, probably doesn't help them in any way financially. But like, even if that was the case temporarily until you got yeah, it, to, like, that's I don't, a good I idea. don't care, yeah. but you know, I heard someone it, it,
0: say that it was, um, it might have been Bischoff again, but or maybe Jim Cornette, one of these guys, you know, that's a little grumpy. But yeah, they were making a the point. They were. There was a good point. I think it was Bischoff, but it was like Ring of Honor YouTube shows towards the end were getting like ten thousand views or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, what were you buying? If you weren't buying like just the library, like what was the current brand you were expecting to? Like I get like Tony Khan's such an ROH fan, and he's a true mm-hmm. like diehard indie Ring of Honor mm-hmm. fan that he probably it's like a passion thing for him, you know. Yeah. So it's somewhat personal for him. But I just I guess I wonder like if it's translating to all the fans that Ring of Honor is still a big deal, you know? And yeah, well, well see. I
1: think Ring of Honor was a dead company for years. Yeah, you know? like, yeah, bef- yeah. Before he bought it, so like I feel like it was going to be an uphill battle to make it relevant again you know so i think they're finally getting their footing i think cesaro was a good first step um because he's such a legend over there but then he was just in the WWE for a dozen years or whatever it was and you know so like i think that was a good first step jericho i see people debating whether or not jericho adds anything to that title but i think he does i think jericho's so good historically that it adds something to that lineage that guys like no offense to Bandito or Gresham or all these guys. They were just guys who had the belt in its mm-hmm. worst period. Wrestlers you know? that had the belt. Yeah, exactly. We're like Jericho. He's already putting a story on it, Jericho. Yeah, already with a story. It's going to mean something. He's, you know, how Ring of Honor has their rules and how they mm-hmm. do things with honor. He's already bending the rules. and How he won the belt was, you know, a Fugazi way to win it. So I just think I, you know, I'm, and like what I was trying to say earlier too, is like AEW, people forget it's like, their whole build is always very long-term. Everything is very long-term. So Ring of Honor, they've had it for a while, but now you can see where like the build is maybe potentially going. I don't know how this will end.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know if they fell yeah. into this, if it was a master plan, like kudos mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. If they fell into it, it's a good thing because it gives Jericho something um, to keep him, you know, I guess... Not relevant, but like it gives him some cool angle with with Daniel Garcia. It ties it all in with Daniel Garcia, and it makes that title at least feel bigger than. And can you, know, you it
1: imagine has. if, let's say, like the payoff down the line in a few months, ultimately is Dan Garcia and Jericho, and he beats Jericho clean, Ring of Honor pure rules or whatever the fuck in the yeah. middle of the ring, and he's a double champ or whatever. It'll do it a lot make, for him. Yeah, it'll do a lot for him. You know, and that maybe in turn put some respect on those, those belts names again, you know? And like, we'll see. Yeah. I'm the king of like, let's see what happens. I don't care. You are, I'll, I'll you shit are on an something. optimist. I'll, yeah, I'll shit on something when if it sucks. If it's over and it sucks, I'll shit on it. If it's over and it's great, I'll praise it. But I'm not into doing either before we get yeah. there, you know? So
0: Well, in closing on the Ring of Honor thing, like let's give it, so like I said, this time next year, let's see if it's uh, six, eight months from now. If they are able to find a home for like a separate show or make it developmental, if they don't, I think maybe, you know, they should explore unifying those titles. I wouldn't be
1: against it because it's too much. Mm-hmm. There's too much going on. And it's like, it's confusing to be like, I'm Claudio's a world champion and Moxley's a world champion. Right. And, you right. Know, and you're all in the same show. I yeah. get it. Yeah. But um, I just we'll would like to see it stick around, you know, and maybe be that place where we see all these guys come up and we get to see the next Seth Rollins and Brian Daniels right. come up and eventually get called to a uh, AW and or, it'll give some
0: separation
1: too. Yeah. Or WWE, you know what I mean? And just make it its own little territory again, you know, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I hope that's what it gets to, but you know, we'll see.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Well, ring of honor, pure uh title was held by Wheeler Yuta for a while. Uh He mm-hmm. lost it to Daniel Garcia, but speaking of Wheeler Yuta there, so him and MJF are wrapped up in this little mini feud. Mm-hmm. He was a Philly boy. So he had the yeah. Philly hometown love. Um, there's a reason like not everybody can be a main event player. And I think we're you to right now, like the mic time I'll give them yeah. credit. I'll give them cr- trying, like, trying Yeah, N- not every like Dean Malenko, Lance storm. We can talk yeah. about guys that couldn't get to the tippity top because of mm-hmm. one little thing. And I think I'm not gonna crush the guy, but um, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. MJF is, is, you know, I know him in just levels.
1: I said to my roommate when that was happening, like, "Oh, he's about to get fucking slaughtered because he's talking to, to MJF." You know what I mean? And like, and I don't even love him promos like that, but there's obviously yeah. levels to this game, you know. And mm-hmm. hearing Wheeler, uh, Wheeler, you to cut that promo, and it was just like, like we said he's trying man like kudos you know what i mean like he's a philly boy yeah, you know exactly you want to cheer for him but it was just a shame to like put him out there to get bodied yeah but it'll be a good match i mean it's a good little thing it's obviously just meant to elevate mjf further mm-hmm. you know i doubt wheeler yuda's coming out with a w there so it's no know, yeah exactly it's cool it is, what thing. it is maybe he'll get a little bit of a rub like he got that rub from Moxley, because remember, really, you didn't. Nobody cared about really, right? And then he had that match from Moxley, and he was like a, he was like a made but man, but that was presented in like a very serious
0: way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like sort of a, um. A moment where like a teacher you know uh help the student or whatever you want to call it this right. was more like uh he's a trying to let his personality show and it's just it's almost like a little bit trying to be funny yeah it might yeah, not be funny he should not
1: do the funny yeah yeah the, the funny should be cut out because stay serious right yeah exactly or he could have benefited from and... having regal out there with him true week. yeah I, I did think it was odd that he was going one-on-one verbally with mjf but <laughs> Yeah. Listen, you got to do it eventually, you know? So it's like Speaking it's of now. the
0: speaking of MJF, so you and I were like sort of going back and forth this casino chip. I don't know if you <laughs> yeah, Did yeah. you get the full rundown? Give me the give me nah, dude. So give me the, fans I the heard, rundown. What's
1: the deal? I heard Tony Khan say that he could cash it in anytime he wants but then he'll have to sanction the match and it wouldn't be like the money in the bank. Cause like, that was what the question would presented to him was. But then these announcers did make it seem like he could cash in anytime. So <laughs> it's like, I don't genuinely know, but Tony okay. Khan did say he has to sanction the match, you know, he, cause he did say like anytime he wants. So like the way I he- interpreted it was that MGF could come to him right now. I want this fucking match right now against whoever the champion is Moxley. And he'll go, he'll sanction the master. To so like, he'll go to him and gorilla position. Yeah. Even doing a Probably live show, right? A, allegedly. You know okay. what I mean? So, okay.
0: Yeah. We were know. just, uh, I was trying to figure that out. If anybody in the, in the comments can let us know if you have the full rundown of the exact rules of the casino chip. Uh, I mean that honestly, because I mean, I like the concept obviously, but um I just don't know. He's, he's walking around with this giant chip and I don't yeah, know when like he can actually hang can...
1: out in the stands with the chip.
0: Yeah. uh Speaking know. of speaking of um MJF though, I'm just gonna tie it into Wardlow. We mentioned him a little bit. He's got the, the a TNT title match coming out. So with Brian Cage, I didn't know that dude was still with AEW. I'm gonna be honest with you, because he's a
1: he's a Ring of Honor guy. Okay. He he supposedly is the Ring of Honor roster guys like uh-huh. can Yeah, like because he remember he um was with Tully Blanchard. Remember yes. Tully Blanchard yeah. debuted that crew or whatever. Then Tully got fired. <laughs> so it's sort of like is Tully no longer with it, AEW? No, because he like no showed something or whatever. Like ah, he no showed some show, uh, something with a church group of his or whatever because of a church group of his. Okay. And, okay. And that was that. That was just like, all right, what's that's a wrap. And mm-hmm. like they replaced him with uh, Prince Nana. Remember Prince Nana from? Oh, Runa? I do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So like Nana kind of, he's been uh, around took, forever. Yeah, took over the crew. You know what I mean? That Tully did have, and now which I don't was know, a bummer
0: with with Brian Cage like i don't know man i'm not i'm not a huge fan of his i get like he's got some pretty pretty good ability he's got different like um attributes yeah my question is has a guy with a mohawk ever really been a top guy no Yeah. you think
1: of any like yeah sheamus (laughs) oh god yeah
0: sheamus and you know what that thing i I didn't love that either yeah i I feel like maybe brian cage like if he had a different look or something like because he is solid in the ring very
1: talented but he's a talented guy yeah but he's too much of a doofus i think exactly. you know what i mean because like exactly. you can't like you can't like put the in my opinion you can't put like your world title on him and expect him to carry because he's such a like a doof he really is but he but he really is, is he's cool to look at he's such a freak show you know and then he could do some wild shit he could know? do some wild
0: uh, shit he looks like a creative wrestler guy but um yeah we'll see what happens with that match coming up let's get into Soraya. Real oh quick. yeah, because <laughs> it was it was a big um moment when she debuted the previous week i think we yeah. were all really into it and let me just say like i always really liked her in wwe um <laughs> i always thought she had you know ability amongst a lot of girls who at the time weren't the best and then girls caught up to her eventually on the talent level she
1: started this revolution this right. women's revolution that they went through over there really because she yes. was the one who was like next level girl Mm-hmm. When, like you said, everybody wasn't quite there, but she was. And like you said, they caught up Sasha's and Bailey's and all these. They girls all Charlotte's.
0: caught up Charlotte, yeah. but Soraya came and um she was, you know, debuted in a big moment the previous weekend. And this week yeah. she came out, she cut a promo. She was pretty nervous. Uh, according to her, I'm not really in the business of burying her because I do like her, but it was really Awkward. that was not a good segment yeah not a good the segment. segment itself was the whole was thing awkward, yeah right yeah yeah
1: and... the whole entire segment felt off yeah from the man
0: game. what was the lump like the big announcement of a lumberjack match was mind-blowing bro dude uh like... <laughs> yeah it was so
1: it didn't make sense it didn't make sense it was like <laughs> we're gonna have a lumber because first of all it didn't make sense when All those girls came out like as a unit right and it was like okay so he's the Good girls, I guess, of the lack of Wasn't room. it like
0: six lumberjacks too? It was like yeah, yeah, like, yeah it was like it was not like, a full
1: ring of yeah, because yeah, there was four girls on each side, and then two of them had the match. So I think it was just the other three hanging out. It was just very strange. A you very, know? very weird book and not decision. for nothing, another person, right? Cause I don't think of Soraya or Paige, I don't think of her as like a promo person necessarily, hmm. right? She was just like a girl who could go better than most of these other girls. I mean her look was unique yeah. for the time. Um so then you have her. She's cutting a promo, and it's Britt Baker, and it's like I'm sorry, but in the women's division, it's a lot like Willa Yuda with MJF. It's like it's yeah, that's not the person you want to, you know try new shit on or your first day back after so many years you know
0: it's not chris jericho interrupting the rock they could go toe to toe right this is like soraya was um and i don't think she's terrible on the mic no no and i think she'll get get more comfortable
1: yeah 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 i just think the moment everything i think the crowd didn't help either crowd didn't help yeah the crowd kind of like that's a that i think that segment was a segment where the crowd heard it Mm -hmm. because you know you could hear the fucking crickets in the audience, you know, like when she's dropping a, a gem that she thinks mm. is hard or whatever, and it just it's like... And then Britt Baker came out, and Britt Baker was good, but the crowd just did not give a fuck, you know? And it's like that... Yeah. I think that whole... Including the match, because the match did nothing for me. Um, Right. The match was flat, and then, like, yeah. you, you the had... The lumberjacks were like, ridiculous. Like, who cared, really? Paige's delivery,
0: or Sarai's delivery, like, we talked about it, like, just her... Everything about it, even the booking decision, I think it was a learning, hopefully a learning experience too Um This women's division, man, like without Britt Baker, I don't feel, I feel like they're hanging on by a thread. And I mean that because I love Jade, but mm-hmm. I feel like if you remove Britt Baker. Um, I think there's Sia, girls. But... I know.
1: I'm going to debate you on it because I do think there's girls. I don't know that they're being necessarily used in the best way yet. Because like if you, you if put if you like a to...
0: division, like a division though. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because they hear me out. Because like, if you hear the girls like Jade. We ain't got Britt Baker. Then we got, now we got Soraya. And I think Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm are like very viable ladies. Then we got Jamie Hader. Chris Statlander will be back. You know what I mean? Hikaru Shida. Solid girls, you know, like good ones. Yeah, definitely a a division. Yeah, yeah, a division. I just don't know that. you know, you're, we're getting maximum out is of the way they're pros? presented.
0: Like it's no fault to the, somebody. I'm going to keep quoting people. I think it was uh Kurt angle this week. He was saying his problem with AEW. If he has a problem is like, it's booked like the wild, wild West. Everybody writes oh, yeah, their own that. promos. Uh, yeah. There's not enough direction. There's not, I mean, even Duke talks about they're a little um, underproduced. They should be produced more. Yeah. All that aside. Um, maybe those are valid points. I guess what I would say is um, there needs to be more, I guess focus on building like more than just the the, the title picture for the women yeah. because yeah. there's
1: not enough. That's true. Yeah, it's true. But it <clears> does <throat> always revolve around whatever the women's title is,
0: you know. So and that's hard with every wrestling promotion over the years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's either you're in the women's title match or you're not even featured.
1: You know, and it's it, it's tricky because, like, I see people on the internet, like, you know, it's cool to hate on Britt Baker for whatever reason. You know, the same way it was cool to hate on Charlotte. You know, I think Britt Baker's couldn't get in that treatment because she is, like, the golden girl over there. But it's like, but guess what? Yeah. She's over, dude. She goes out there, and she's over one way or another. She's extremely over. She'll cut a promo. She has to get herself over. She'll have a banger match, and she needs to have the banger match, you know? Because, like, we always say, she's not, like, special in the ring. She's okay. She's all right. All right. But how many moments that she had in matches? Tons, main you know events. What I mean? Yeah, main events where you're just like, whoa, you know, she shows up. And when Thunder Rosa was champ, it felt like a a drop off. And I think Thunder Rosa is probably better wrestler than Britt Baker. But if well, we were like... there,
0: we were at the um the, the All Out where she had uh fought. I I believe it was Serena Deeb um mm-hmm. yeah and it, sorry, it, it was like a major title defense i yeah. actually thought the presentation of thunder rosa as champion was super cool for mm-hmm. a moment like i i believed in her because once again i think Britt baker and her like made each other and yeah and i thought that i didn't mind thunder too. rosa as champion yeah. it just mm-hmm. it, it deteriorated because of some other shit that's going on whether it's injury yeah or you know yeah. and it's
1: just but i just my point with thunder rosa was just like when she got the belt it was like it felt okay for a little bit. She, the moment when she won it was like a big deal moment but like you could feel it every week when she would come out and whatever she did, the crowd just wasn't the same anymore, you know. And like I don't yeah. think she's strong enough to carry it on the mic like a Britt Baker can, right? Like,
0: well, to, to to interrupt real quick, people made a point to make you know call Tony Khan out, like he's not yeah. giving Thunder rose. He's giving her a, a one and a half minute segment at the top of the ramp, and she's yeah. got to get her shit in real quick. That usually they were going to commercial cutting her yeah. off. I I heard you know conspiracy theories ridiculous theories like tony khan doesn't like women's wrestling Mm
1: -hmm.
0: whatever whatever same shit we heard about vince mcmahon it doesn't matter about that hearsay my my question is like if you're gonna have a women's division have a women's division like don't half-ass it right and yes they're starting to get talent now so soraya getting it back to soraya like can you um can you see her
1: first of all she gonna wrestle again what do you think i think the intention is to wrestle eventually that's gonna be very scary yeah yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the uh the real plan is, you know, but but they've done that with people, right? Like they bought Sting back and he's jumping off of fucking everything. No, you but know, like, dude, these like girls people with Brent they, Daniel, they get and Daniel reckless, bro. these girls yeah, can get a little reckless. Daniel Bryanson. <laughs> yeah, no for sure. You know, you know, you uh they can, um, but uh I feel like she's smart enough and I think she'll command like a certain respect from some I of hope these so. girls, you know, because because a lot of these girls, she was probably one of their favorite wrestlers, you know? So it's sort of it's sort of like Brian Brian Danielson coming in and stuff like that. Like how he's having brutal matches, but you can see there's like a respect level in certain people. So I'm hoping that maybe yeah. she has that effect. And her injury like was a first. neck
0: injury, right? Mm-hmm. So like a neck. Yeah. So, you know, I just hope. Because she was so it's nervous it's on the scared. mic. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Know. I hope she's not nervous in the ring. Yeah. That could translate to a bad situation. I don't, I don't want to see any like terrible. Yeah.
1: First night jitters yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you get those first night jitters that shit happens you know so yeah and, and it's and it's a big company you know whether people want to admit it or not you know she went from wwe but she hasn't been on tv in wwe in years no so now it's like now it's like you're on you're in philadelphia on the big show that they have you know what i mean like this it's a nervy situation you know the crowd and yeah. the crowd kind of shit on her the crowd kind of fucked it up for her too i think they so, did
0: the, the booking didn't yeah. help her the crowd didn't help no. her um so first week when she debuted, I was like, "Man, this is actually a pretty memorable debut." We we mm-hmm. did a memorable debuts episode of the podcast. I was mm-hmm. like thinking, "That's actually a pretty darn good mem- uh, memorable debut." But this past week, it was like the opposite. the follow up yeah, yeah, was, was... Pretty brutal. So now let's yeah. see what week three. But brains. you know what, man,
1: AEW is very good at making forget their fuck ups the next week, right? Like if they could sort it out. So hopefully it'll be stronger. You know? Yeah, hopefully. I'm sure they'll. I'm um, they're definitely going
0: to try. So um let's talk about the main event because it was jericho versus bandito it was a ring of honor title on the line jericho's first title defense i guess since becoming yep, champion yep. so bandito former roh champion
1: yeah name, right. one of those en- end days guys
0: end days guys um i'm often critical i guess not critical but with jericho i've said like i don't know if there's anything less from left for me to see of him it's just the thing where I feel like he's done it all. I've seen it all. I'm not mm-hmm. saying, like, please retire. I'm not out there chanting that shit. But it's like, you know, it's just tough because I've been I've been watching him so long. But this match, it definitely had some things I've never seen before from Jericho. Yeah. And I'll give that to both of their credits. Both of
1: them, yeah. I think they both really shined, like, in that match, you know? And obviously, Jericho defended the belt. But, like, that was an almost 20-minute match, bandito was pulling out all the stops i thought he looked very strong because like i wasn't necessarily even high on bandito so i was just like were you super familiar with him not super like i i saw some stuff in roh you know and really that was it so mm-hmm. i wasn't super i i knew he could do things but i'm like but what is he gonna do against jericho this isn't ring of honor you know what i mean so it's sort of yeah. like well, how's how's this all gonna play out but it's a credit to chris jericho too because he does all that shit whether yeah. we like whether we're into it or not you know like he had that match with Nick Gage. And it was it was like a Nick Gage match. And you know, we're not that's not necessarily our thing, but to me, it's like memorable. You know what I mean? Because it's like what well, Jericho's doing this wild shit. He's doing a world <laughs> he, tour. Right? Yeah, exactly. And he does all this stuff, but he still is competitive. He had the wrestling match with uh Brian Danielson and people didn't like it but you know you you remember i was high on that match i was like yeah i was like that shit was cool to me to see jericho in that way and then see him doing this with bandito even that top row spot whatever that was top row spot was
0: very impressive yeah that like very dangerous
1: sack of shit and fucking did the whole moonsault whatever that hurt
0: jericho man dude i was worried your old body
1: like oh but like that match dude I, I love that match. I thought it was like a really fun match. And I, I did not think about it. It took a few minutes. And then I was like, oh, this is like a, this is a side little match. Cause I wasn't super into it.
0: Yeah. You know, it, like was, lead, it was a main event it. of the show. So that maybe made it feel more mm-hmm. of a big deal. Like, yeah. um, so that helped, I guess, the placement on the, on the card. The stalling suplex was my only nitpick. Yeah. Because uh, it, it was you cool. You remember
1: it. You yeah. remember it. As, you For know, better yeah, or worse. Yeah. It's like, you know, and like, you know, he I just think that's a. there. A, I think it's impressive though, still, yeah. you know, to hold a 20 pound dumbbell over your head for a minute. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? And you're just like, fuck, your arms are gassed, you know, and it is, it's tough, right? So, like, I've not seen something that long. How long did he do it? 50 something seconds? So, it was, yeah, it was, it was like, crazy, minute, yeah. right? You Jericho know, so is
0: like, holding himself up there and all. Yeah. Like, you know, all of it,
1: you know, it's just like, to me, it's just one of those yeah. things. Like, it's a moment that I'm like, you don't see that. You don't see that and in a day, like we were saying with Jericho. He's done everything, so to see a match with literally everything, yeah. So to see a match with Jericho where you're like, oh shit, a a few new things happened. You know, I think it's cool, and I think Bandito came out of there looking like a million bucks. You know, because it was like, is he gonna fucking win? You know, know, a couple of times. So he got the. I I really enjoyed that match. I'll be honest, I did not like the show overall. Yeah, Um, me neither. You you did say it was like one of the worst ones you've seen, and it's up there. I mean, there was probably some pandemic. That's me being
0: reactionary. Like it just felt like I was kind of. Pumped it was Philly. Philly's usually yeah. a big deal. Yeah, me and too, then, yeah. You know, And then you had the Soraya's debut the week before. It was like a lot. And then it was just flat. And it, we're going to blame the hurricane you know yeah. not the wrestler there, yeah. but yeah yeah
1: there. and we just don't know what the original intentions were we don't know who was maybe they were hoping would be there that couldn't make you know there's a lot there's so many factors that i'm willing uh, to give hopefully them, like,
0: the uh, ftr was Mulligan. booked if they weren't booked they didn't <laughs> get booked you saw well, that
1: ftr just had that aussie that match with the aussie open apparently that's like another fucking eight star match or something <laughs> you know like apparently is another like banger with sure all i'm sure so. it was
0: good did you see that Did you see their little post-match
1: thing yeah it's like we work for you yeah yeah but i think you know man i think all all these guys are these guys are all self-aware now like andrade's doing it on twitter you know what i mean putting everybody every every time he tweets everybody's like come back home to triple h come back home right i think all these guys just know like this is what people are saying let's turn it into something you know what i mean what do you think is gonna
0: happen with um andrade because he's fighting in a, a, I guess a mask yeah. versus career match. Career match, yeah. Do you think they're are they working? Or is it a work to play on the uh, Andrade thing? Yeah, or is,
1: I I think so.
0: You know, probably like, lose his mask it, then, really? right? Like, um,
1: yeah, he has to lose his mask. Like, who who he just started wearing that mask a month ago. They're trying to say like, oh, the mask that Brody Lee gave it to. him. It's like he probably uh, never fucking wore that mask <laughs> until like a couple of months ago. So it's not like it's so precious, you know what I mean? It's just like right. So I think he'll lose his mask, and I think maybe low-key maybe the dark water is fizzling out you know what i mean like just kind because, of like
0: um low-key yes, instead of yeah, a big send-off exactly
1: because that alan angels guy is gone right um the evil uno's partner stu grayston he's gone now mm-hmm. you know like preston could probably lose his mask you know i think maybe they'll keep it I worry about evil uno you know because i do like evil uno i think alex reynolds and john silver could stay a tag team like they've been and i wonder where that leaves evil uno because i like Mm. evil uno you Mm. you know like i don't uh i don't know what it is but i like i think he's actually pretty good you know he doesn't look the part but i think (laughs) i like him i just like the guy i don't know what it is you're allowed you're allowed like so like i worry about him but but he does other stuff with the company, so I was like, "Who knows?" You know, like who knows? So like I, th- I wouldn't be shocked. I think they're working everybody with the idea that like he doesn't well, want to be if there, he doesn't and if, if Andrade
0: match. if Andrade wins, let's just assume he wins. He's he's with the company. You know, I, I mean, I know you're gonna agree. Like, where does he fit in on this show on this roster? Mm-hmm. He needs to be featured and he needs to yeah. be consistent. So whether it's something I know he works for AAA, right? He works in other companies. So, whatever the holdup is, if you got him, just like when they had Malachi Black, like I just feel like AEW does such a good job of mixing up the shows every week. Like you always point out, fresh matches. I know they yeah. pride themselves on that, but there is something to be said about WWE's way of doing things, which is too extreme, like the same six guys on every yeah. SmackDown. And then there's AEW, where it's like, damn man where the hell's Miro been I don't even like Miro but where the hell's Andrade been where the mm. hell's um, Malachi been where the hell's Jungle Boy been even like Jungle Boy you know I, yeah. sometimes guys disappear for weeks yeah sometimes three weeks two three weeks and just like damn yeah what happened to episodic I want to you know so Andrade's gotta get in the flow if it's ever gonna work if he stays there I think
1: yeah no I agree I mean I love you know I love Andrade so I want Andrade to be like one of the top guys, but you know, that's how it goes in a company that doesn't just treat the, uh the belts like they're toys, you know, and everybody gets a pass every month. You could have a champion. You could have eight champions in a year in the WWE of the last decade. Right. So like, that's kind of how it goes. And I just think we're not used to that anymore, you know, cause like I can remember watching, Um, ECW and like dying for the franchise to lose that belt. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. dying, dying, desperate, you know, for him to get that belt off or Triple H even when he was champ, you know what I mean? And it wasn't you know, when it was all said and done, it wasn't the end of the world that Booker T didn't beat Triple H at Mania. You know what I mean? It wasn't the end of the world when you know, whatever the case, whenever we just got to this point where it's like, oh, we like Big E now, so he's the champion. We like Kofi now, so he's the champion. We like uh, whoever whoever you want, you know. And they got to make him the yeah, champion. yeah, yeah. I think we got to maybe that kind of logic in our pro wrestling viewership that, like, when we see a guy like Andrade and Malachi Black who we like and we want them to fight at the top of the card, and they're not quite getting it, it feels frustrating, you know. But I feel what you're saying. I'm
0: not actually of the mindset, like, all right, give Andrade the title. Let's get it on him. Let's get it going. I'm more or less like I want to see him yeah, often. I want to yeah, just yeah, see yeah. him more often than just coming back for a quick backstage little snippet with Darby in a locker room.
1: I will say the biggest issue with Andrade for me is that he talk he's talking too much for a guy who could barely talk. I you know, know what I mean? I and know. it's like, and I love Andrade. Mm-hmm. And, like, he had that assistant guy, and I thought that was going to be the guy. Or Chavo for a second. Remember when yes, Chavo came back in? Yes. But so like, I was like, okay, maybe, but like, it's always, it's like, and I, I could respect it if he wants to do that himself, you know what yeah. I mean? And he wants to be, and I respect that, but it's not getting him over with people who aren't like fans of, it's of the him opposite, like me. probably yeah, right? you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's just like, so with Andrade, like where Malachi, I think it's more of a miss than Andrade because Malachi, I think was over. I think everything he was doing was pretty fucking cool mm-hmm. and it just sort of didn't work out for whatever reason right we're not behind the scenes right but um but with andrade it's sort of like he's not getting those reactions like he probably should and that's like it's always right there's a promoter and then there's the talent so Mm -hmm. like you both play a part in that Mm -hmm. and like they could definitely feature guys more but i i it's really just they have one show you know what i mean like they have one show it's two they have two shows but one is like an hour show that you know isn't like they, cr- they cram priority. it in but yeah. yeah yeah you know and then like that dynamite it's like a big that feels like a big show weekly usually but yeah. um there's only so much time you know and they do have a pretty good roster no but like I, I think you're right I about think this that. pays off eventually with andrade as long as he's not re- actually frustrated and actually wants to leave you know what i mean and
0: yeah let's but, see how that plays out before you know because who knows maybe it is a thing where he he does you know, end up leaving and then we'll have a different conversation, but, mm-hmm.
1: but I will say it's a good sign that they signed Roosh to like a long-term deal. You know what I mean? Cause that's Andrade's boy. I don't think okay. that, I don't think that happens if they feel like, why does Roosh sign a contract with AEW? If he's like, you're fucking shitting on the guy that I'm in a group with, you know right. what I mean? And that right. guy doesn't even want to be here. You know what I'm saying? So I think ultimately it leads to something. And I feel like the fact that they're highlighting Roosh, because I think Andrade has not been available. He got married. He's been on vacation. I mean, that has to play a part shit. in it, right? Yeah, you know I'm what just, I mean?
0: It just doesn't seem right, especially at a time where Punk is no longer there at the, at mm-hmm. the moment. Yeah, um, all these guys, all guys you know, there. going hard. Yeah. He's a little bang- Adam Cole's out. So I feel and like the
1: fact that Roosh is in big matches, he main evented this this rampage. He had the match with Moxley that was kind of a banger, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um. But then Andrade doesn't do anything. I think I think there's logic behind why he's not doing that. We're not privy to. That's but, gotta uh, be it. Yeah. But let me let,
0: let, so I'm going we're gonna close this out soon, but I want to ask you really quick because um the rot like I do appreciate them keeping guys fresh, like every mm-hmm. few weeks, maybe like mm-hmm. I just complained about it but at the same time back in the day, you know, let's go to the, the 80s and early 90s. Like there would be a month or so where you know a guy hasn't been on saturday morning superstars or whatever it's yeah like, yeah so so i do appreciate it but we're in a different era so we want to see consistent guys at the top right right now i want to ask you like the main event picture of aew we have john moxley we have mm-hmm. hangman brian mm-hmm. danielson right he's a main eventer mm-hmm. yeah yeah um who else is the main eventers in your MJF. opinion
1: mjf okay yeah mjf MJ- is definitely up there and okay. i think we're about to hit a. Uh, a phase of some guys coming through like swerve, I think is about mm. to be in a pro. I think he's his next program probably elevates him into that space. Maybe I would like that Ricky Starks. I think him and Hobbs are going to keep doing it. But by the end of that program, I think either one right is in that next sort of echelon. I prefer Ricky Starks. I love power. Mm-hmm. Hobbs, though, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think we're going to get got Kenny Omega when he comes back. Obviously. Yeah, Kenny Omega will be back. I think punk is going to be back. I'm starting yeah, to I, feel the same way. Yeah, I think not for not anytime soon. Yeah, he's injured. So he's going to be a while, you know, but like, I think Punk comes back, you know, just thinking time heals all wounds. Yeah, time heals all wounds. He's, he's a grumpy dude who just got hurt again.
0: Was his name
1: was being thrown through the fucking mud before this incident, right? Because then now he gave him ammunition after that. But, you know, I just think he was a he's a frustrated guy. He's grumpy. uh, A week before he was in love with the company and that and now he's gone right so like i think he's coming back and it would also it
0: would cost a lot right for him to yeah. get out of that contract from probably Tony Khan from both, side, yeah both, from both sides yeah. they would lose yeah. a lot of money mm-hmm. it doesn't um, make sense it doesn't unless he
1: physically is really just dead out there but that said yeah. i think he'll be back. off yeah mm-hmm. and i we- think he'll be back you know so like i think their main event picture is kind of like maybe a little more in the air than it normally is at the moment, but some weird circumstances they've been trying to battle through Mm -hmm. you know crazy injuries to your world champion twice Mm -hmm. drama that ended up in suspensions with three of your other top guys right yeah i just think they're and then i and then i personally
0: will mix in the ring of honor stuff only because there is guys like wardlow who i think could be a main eventer Mm -hmm. but you gotta Mm -hmm. like so they're taking their time obviously with him um even jungle boy you know i love jungle boy i think maybe he can become maybe yeah, not a main eventer i don't
1: know yeah but i, I up love in them, that but space yeah up up in that space you, you know? know so like everybody can't be the guy right but like he could fight yeah. for it yeah, yeah everybody can't you know, be, can mad be at... the guy i
0: think um you know as we get out of here like i just wanted to talk about the state of aw and all that stuff because it was a super hot summer it was a hot year yeah. of uh AEW, and then i feel like they had all this stuff you just mentioned and it's like we're coming off a of dynamite that wasn't that great so not mm-hmm. to be super reactionary but we're gonna see as the as it ramps back up going in the full gear they had that forbidden door so there was always like there's been a lot of like interruptions a lot of
1: things yeah yeah yeah
0: so i want to see if they get back on track at that get everything sort of um i guess uh tightened up and we get mm-hmm. to see their talent uh, and their storylines get fleshed out yeah. like they were before. But um... yeah,
1: I think we will. I think we'll get back to it with stories. I think MJF Stangle become one of the hotter things in pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in turn, making the AW world title, one of the hotter things in pro wrestling. I think their tag team bouts are about to hit a spot where it's like very hot again. I think I no offense to those guys, but I think Swerve and Keith Lee as the champions was kind of like good matches a couple of good matches but it was just matches. like it wasn't like the title reign you kind of hoped for i kind of missed it with ftr but i think they're going to be back into the picture and maybe make those titles feel big mm, again hopefully
0: the young bucks
1: hopefully back. the young bucks are back and we'll see what mm-hmm. they end up doing with this trios bell because now that's on like the lucha bros and yeah you know or what are they called death triangle Death triangle and, and so um... like you have yeah you have new things like i feel like there's feuds to be built and i feel like they just dealt with all that punk situation shit they got themselves out of it they made the best of it ratings were the best they've been all year and then not to put it too much on it but then like this hurricane weather kind of maybe fucked up their show yeah so then it's like then they got like another roadblock and they're like fuck i just i think they'll sort things out i have faith in them because for three years you know it got this is year back. three, right? So, a, so, so this Dynamite is
0: going to be the third uh, anniversary, third year anniversary. Uh, is that anniversary. what it is? Yeah. <laughs> so it's the three-year anniversary of Dynamite. So it is three years and going strong. There's been yeah. so many different chapters from Cody to Punk mm-hmm. to... Uh, it feels oh,
1: like they've been around longer. Feels
0: honestly. like they've been around longer. Um. So let, let's two things as we get out of here. One thing, we're going to have a show coming up, dropping this Friday. We're going to talk about some of the best talent the best wrestlers to have never been world champion do you think the aew championship world championship has reached a level to be talked about in the conversation of the wwf slash wwe the wcw nwa and then i'm going to assume
1: ecw heavyweight championship i I personally never really count ecw's title when i think of world champions i personally don't i don't either
0: but i thought you would
1: have <laughs> no 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 i i don't okay if anything if anything i bet the one i battle between adding is awa's world title that's that's okay that's the one i kind of go back and forth i'm like do i consider this a world champion because you know we talk about it but yeah, we'll save it for the episode we'll save it for the episode yeah, yeah but um you know but like i feel like awa's is one that kind of gets forgotten but then when you look at its history it's sort of like well you know some of these guys are like all timers you know so it's sort of like we're ecw's um they were two in the show f- still for me you know what i mean it's the same way i don't count ring of, of honor's world genuine genuine world title you do not count ring of honor's i do not no okay but, what about AEW's
0: do, do, now so but i do but i do okay. count
1: AEW's and i'll tell you why because there's no there's been no wrestling program that's done the numbers AEW's done you know what i mean like in terms of pay-per-view box office you know what i mean um so even three years old this this, this, yeah i think so and also infant company who they had as champion too when we talk about who were the champions right Mm -hmm. it was chris jericho it was john moxley Mm -hmm. kenny omega um cm punk Punk. hangman page Mm -hmm. john moxley another dozen times right so like you know i think like they were smart with how they went about the world title you know what i mean like if the first guy would have been hangman page like it almost was right right in terms of like the match you know the match was jericho hangman um if it would have been hangman and then your next champ is jungle boy and your next champ you know what i mean then right. i think it's different you know but i feel like they've done a good job of three and plus years in establishing even, it even cody who didn't win the belt he was in such a high profile feud and he won't get to fight for the title you know what <laughs> i mean and even that makes it like Oh, the stakes are so high that this right. guy can't even fight for the shit anymore. Yeah, you know. So, like, I think they've established themselves as a legit world title. Okay. Um, yeah, I was just curious, and it means something. Yeah, I do yeah. think. Uh, and I, I think, was curious, yeah, I, I and think we'll get into
0: it. We'll get into it on the um, the episode because we are going to be talking about the greatest talent who have never been world champion. We'll talk about, you know, which titles we consider. I guess you know to be the ones that we uh, would say count but it's all subjective i guess in that sense but uh the last thing i guess we'll get into real quick so uh, a legend passed away antonio inoki he passed oh, away yeah. 79 years old almost made it to 80 crazy but um i was just going down like a little bit of a rabbit hole uh you know after his passing because he was like obviously the founder of njpw new japan pro wrestling mm-hmm. but know for better or worse my interest in that company now versus you know back in the day like i was very much into it you know in the Mm mid-90s and stuff like that but um yeah he was also a showman and we always talk about like pro wrestling showmanship entertainment Mm -hmm. pro wrestler blah blah blah. like this dude was a showman and a um he would put out a spectacle right like with muhammad ali Mm -hmm. and so mm-hmm. it's just um I wanted to get your thoughts on him real quick, because obviously we didn't live through like these glory days of Antonio Inoki. But we, oh, yeah, but we're fans of pro wrestling. So I figured we'd touch on it as as we get out of here.
1: No, definitely. And, you know, it ties into like the MMA universe with Antonio Inoki as well, because that fight with Muhammad Ali is arguably the first. MMA match of mm-hmm. all time, you know, when you think about it, because he he was a grappler, Muhammad Ali was a boxer, and they had this weird, you know, matchup that didn't quite do anything for anybody, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but At the time you know it's a spectacle and the fact that he's across the ring from muhammad ali says says it all and but he's also iconic man that's an iconic photo iconic moment yeah and like much later in his career there's videos of him slapping Lyoto machida who's a usc you know world champion and stuff like that so he was always in and around and respected by you know even the mma community because in japan the mma community is huge but like no he's a legend across the board um Obviously, I wasn't like we weren't watching his matches growing up or anything like that. no but no, just respect what he's done for the business. I did see there's like haters online who maybe he lucked his way into certain things or he was one of those guys who like booked politicked. Himself, yeah politicked himself into these positions and it was about him more so but he was only the champion
0: one time as if you want to get yeah, technical about booking yeah, himself into yeah yeah high profile shit but regardless,
1: was, regardless, yeah. regardless he's you know, one of maybe two of the biggest names in Japanese pro wrestling oh, yeah. history, and like, and that's like a huge part of pro wrestling history. Also had the WWF World Title, which they don't count in its lineage. You know what I mean? But right, but
0: they yeah. do. uh They did mention it on SmackDown. Yeah. Oh, did they? That's, yeah, they did that's mention funny. it. And yeah. um, if you do go, I wonder if they'll that. change
1: that. Like, I don't. Yeah, I, I wonder mean, if they'll change. Like, yeah.
0: I think that they might and they should. Um there's yeah, plenty, it you know. One, huh? It doesn't make sense. Yeah, but he's trained so many great wrestlers. Um even yeah. guys still going today, Nakamura has been trained. Yeah, by and Inoki. the fact that
1: New Japan was founded by him is enough said. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cuz New Japan is as big as it gets over there. Exactly. You know? It's it's so the it's
0: equivalent, like, I don't want to say of Vince McMahon, but Yeah, you but wanna, close, close, close for longevity. There for longevity, for, um, like I said, the showmanship, the crossover, mm-hmm. even as a politician, yeah. like I know he was, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like a very big deal in Japan mm-hmm. for many reasons, no, but for sure. Um, for sure. Like I said, he's trained, you know, guys. There's Mubo, not
1: many Mubo. other Japanese wrestlers who with they've passed. It's going to be all over our TV. Like I was watching something and like, I was just watching some sports thing and they mentioned, Right. So, oh, was, it was it was MMA. I said sorry, I was watching Bellator and they mentioned uh, Antonio Anoki passing away. And it's like, what? You know, like name another mm-hmm. Japanese wrestler that they would probably do that for. It's like not not many, if any.
0: No, it was uh, uh I think so. Judo Jean La passed earlier this year, mm-hmm. I believe. Right. So then yeah. you got Anoki. It's uh it's it's a shame. It's uh but yep. you know, he had a long life, a long, uh fruitful life. But yeah, RIP to Antonio Anoki and so we're gonna get into some world title stuff this friday that's gonna be it for now with the wrap-up hopefully we got into everything current there's a lot of AEW talk on here as you heard but we're just focused on uh right now i guess the future we got extreme rules coming up for wwe Mm -hmm. we got what is it full gear will be coming up next for AEW eventually
1: yeah next month yeah
0: they're building towards that and um yeah, man, it's about to get a little bit spicier as we get into like November, December, and then the Rumble season. So right now we're going to keep it going with uh, the pro wrestling chat. And Friday, we'll see you with current... Uh, what, what are we going to be doing, Frank? Remind the viewers one more time. Greatest wrestlers to never... To hold never on. win the world title. World title, yeah.
1: And maybe some of the worst ones that did too. Yeah, who knows? We'll maybe see. we'll
0: talk about some of the worst guys. The <laughs> we'll see you then. Peace out for now. My man Frank. Duke will be back from his assignment Friday. See you then. Nice. Peace. Thanks. Peace out.